0: Hey, welcome to this Quick Tip Tuesday of Build Your Tribe. Today, I'd like to talk to you about something that is to be expected, but we're often unprepared for it and we judge ourselves when we experience it. And it is the ebb and flow of motivation to do the things you need to do, to do the things you have to do, to do the things you don't really feel like doing or you've lost the interest in doing when you're a business owner. So I want to share a quick story with you. When I set out to write my last book, which was called The One Through One Method, I remember sitting down and creating this very detailed plan. The plan was designed so that I actually wouldn't have to like sit down at a computer and like type it out word for word for word. The idea was that I would take the program that I developed called the one-through-one method, which was laid out in the exact order that I believed would work for a book. And to take that program, transcribe the audio, and then allow a ghostwriter to just basically zhuzh up the transcript. I mean, it was my words. It was in the exact order that I wanted it. It all made perfect sense. This would be such a simple plan, or so I thought. Well, the publisher that we worked with at that time required that we use a ghostwriter. And in fact, we kind of had a lot of pressure to. Hire the ghostwriter that they recommended, who was extremely high priced, by the way, but also highly regarded and highly recommended. And so we signed a contract and you know paid this person a ton of money. And after several months, I finally got back the first draft, if you will. And when I read it, <sighs> have you ever had one of those moments where something is so messy and so confusing? You just almost don't know what to do with it. Okay, fellas, I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but ladies, I know you've had this happen before where a couple of necklaces will get tangled, like really thin, really fine necklaces will get so tangled together. And you spend so much time trying to untangle them that at a certain point, you're just like, what am I doing? Should I just throw this necklace away? Assuming it's costume jewelry, because you're like, it's just, it's such a mess that I don't even know if it's worth salvaging. Well, that's how I felt. When I got the first draft back of this transcript, I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. What were they looking at? It was so discouraging that I lost all motivation for the book. Yet I had this contract, I had this obligation, and I had a deadline. So scrapping it, throwing it away, or just giving up wasn't an option. So what do you do when you lose total motivation, interest, passion, excitement for something that you pretty much have to do, or at least you feel like you need to do it? Well, first of all, I have to remind you that this is so normal as an entrepreneur. This is so normal as a business owner. And it happens all the time. I would say at least a couple times a year, there's something that I'm working on that I'm just like, man, where did my mojo go? I was so pumped up about this. And now it feels like work. It feels like a chore. And when you're a business owner, when you're an entrepreneur, that can be very confusing because we've been sold on this idea of entrepreneurship that we should always be doing what we're passionate about. And in fact, that's the reason why we got into business, why we decided to take that leap of faith and be your own boss. You can almost question yourself like, wait a second, why am I doing this if I don't love it, if I'm not enjoying it? So this episode is really just a reminder to you, what I'm sure you already know, that this is normal, but it's far more normal than maybe you realize. This is normal for everyone who's in business. This is normal for everything that's worth pursuing. I mean, even your own relationships, you can love your partner to death. And you can be motivated and excited to be around them. And then there are days where you're just like, you know, I'm just not that into it. But that doesn't mean you throw away the baby with the bathwater. That is natural, it's normal, and that's life. Life is an ebb and a flow. Nature was designed to ebb and flow. And while it can be tricky to get your motivation back, it's definitely possible, but it's also important that you recognize it's okay for motivation to wane. It doesn't always mean that you should throw in the towel or that you're pursuing the wrong projects. And so I want to give you some suggestions because at some point, if it's not happening right now, at some point in the future, you're going to lose motivation for that thing that right now you're really excited about or maybe you've already lost motivation. Either way, this is an important episode to save because it's going to come in handy at some point. The first thing I want to remind you to do is to just give yourself permission to be human and to recognize that it's normal, to recognize that the ebb and flow of motivation and even interest and even passion is a natural condition. So don't beat yourself up for it. Don't spend too much time questioning yourself. The second thing you want to do is to just double check and make sure this is in fact something that you do need to continue pursuing. More often than not, it is, and you've just lost motivation. But you know, it is an opportunity to take a pause to say, "Do I really need to do this? Not only do I really need to do this, but does it align with my current values and what it is I want to feel? What is it that I will feel, not what is it that I will have? Because I, I don't think that's the right way to set goals. There's a whole other episode about that one. But to ask yourself, like, what will I feel once I accomplish this? And if the answer is aligned with your values, well, then it's just a matter of getting your mojo back, right? allowing yourself to have a short period of time where you've lost motivation and lost interest in it, but also to actively work to get it back. So to use that book example, This meant that I was going to have to do the thing that I dreaded having to do, and that was to sit down and type. Obviously, you know from listening to my podcast, I can talk and talk and talk, but to sit down and actually type out the words, I write so slow. I hate sitting for long periods of time, so I was already in my mind making the project out to be far worse, far more daunting, and just this big ugly monster that I didn't want to tackle. By the way, in the end, we did not end up using that ghostwriter. In the end, I had to sit down and write the entire book from scratch. The whole idea of using the transcripts did not work. I don't know why it didn't work. It just it didn't work for me. It didn't work for the ghostwriter and it really didn't work for me. So I had to sit down and write the book. And for several weeks, I tried to do just that. I tried to do the thing that I didn't want to do. I tried to just sit down in an uncomfortable chair at a desk and write from like 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. And I did that for like a couple of weeks and I was miserable. I made it so much worse than what it needed to be. And eventually I realized like, you know, this is my mindset around it. I've been dreading this. And so I've built this whole thing up in my head and I've made it worse than what it really is it was almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, okay, I'm gonna hate this. It's gonna be miserable. That was my belief. That was what I was expecting. And so therefore that became my reality. So I had to do a little self-reflecting and recognize that, okay, I don't have to hate this. I have to make a decision not to hate this and I have to find a way to enjoy it. So my next tip for you is to brainstorm a more interesting, a more exciting, a more creative, a more fulfilling way of doing the thing that you need to do. I changed my mindset around writing the book. I decided it was gonna be something that I really enjoyed. And instead of forcing myself to sit in an uncomfortable chair in an uncomfortable room and do it for hours and hours and hours, I gave myself permission to write in places that made me feel excited and motivated and serene, and to enjoy the process. I scheduled time to write, sitting and looking at the ocean. I checked myself into my absolutely favorite hotel here in Laguna Beach, and being by myself, which I absolutely love because I'm an introvert, and just enjoyed checking into this luxurious boutique hotel, you know, sitting on this nice comfy bed, propped up with pillows, No one around to bother me looking out at this beautiful view and actually enjoyed writing the book. I also strongly encourage you to reevaluate your goals, right? So let's say that you have set a deadline for yourself, but because you've lost motivation, you're not working at the same clip. Your productivity has waned and you're not going to hit that date. Give yourself permission to hit a new date, You know, you want to have goals that keep you accountable, but those goals should not be so overwhelming that you feel defeated, that you feel like you're up against the clock, that you just, you can't enjoy your life. You know, reevaluate those things. It is really important you keep yourself accountable. And that's why I also recommend that you might reach out publicly. And by publicly, I mean like reaching out to maybe a business partner or an associate or a business coach or or even making your goals public by sharing them with your social media following so that there's something keeping you accountable because when we're only accountable to ourselves especially as entrepreneurs this is a, a dangerous trap to fall into we'll let ourselves down but we won't let other people down so you know make your your goal for completing this project make it public another really powerful thing that I did is I called a friend, you know? So my next tip for you is to to call a lifeline, call someone who understands what it is you're up against. They've been there, they understand losing motivation, they understand the frustration of it or whatever it is you're experiencing, but they also won't let you off the hook, right? So for me, when it came to, again, I'm gonna use the example of this book, I called a couple of friends who had written books, and I'm like, I, I hate this. It's horrible. Tell me what did you do? What were your suggestions? And it was great because they were able to share with me feeling that way too. So that made me feel normal. I didn't feel as bad about it. The fact that they went through periods of time where they, you know, were miserable writing their book, and and then they share with me the things that they did, and and also said like, you know, just do it. Just suck it up and here's what I did and getting that feedback and the camaraderie and just having someone empathetic who had been through it to listen as a sounding board and to keep me motivated, that really made a huge difference. This is also one of the reasons why I always suggest that if you are going to work with a business coach, it is ideal that you work with a coach who's done all the things that you want to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not like a basketball coach where they might be great at coaching even though they weren't great at playing. Business coaches, that's very different. Now, I'm not talking about an accountability coach. You can definitely hire someone to keep you accountable who hasn't done the things that you need to do. But if you're hiring a business coach, I personally believe it's essential that you hire someone, you invest your time and money with someone who's done all the things that you're setting out to do. And my last and final tip is to do some reflecting. Reflect on what it was that had you so excited initially. What was your thought process? What was your vision? Why were you excited about it? What were you doing at that time? For example, I can listen to certain podcasts and I just, I get flooded with ideas I don't often go to business conferences in person, but whenever I do, I'm like very selective about them. I go to ones where I know I'm going to have time to brainstorm, that I'm going to be surrounded by creative people. And when I do that, it's crazy, just this energy, this mojo, it's almost electric. And I think that's because obviously we are energetic beings. You know, you can feel the energy of other people. So ask yourself if you need to plug into or get around energetic people who have creative ideas and who give you energy and do whatever it takes to plug back into that type of energetic environment because that alone can give you the motivation and the excitement and the passion to continue on with this project. There are certain people, certain situations, certain environments, like even working in a particular environment or being on vacation or being in a certain room in your home, listening to a particular soundtrack. Like there are things, you know this to be true, that give you incredible energy. Let me give you another example of this. So today, this is a true story. On my way to my workout, I was finishing a true crime podcast. As I walked into the gym, I didn't want to take the true crime. I was like right at the end, so I wanted to hear the end of it. And I started my workout. And as I'm going through my workout, I'm thinking to myself, man, I am not motivated to do this. And then it dawned on me. Well, yeah, because you're listening to a podcast about murder. (laughs) You know, there's nothing about this that's exciting or happy or energetic. It's depressing and sad, you weirdo. Like turn this off and put on your Spotify playlist. Don't even follow me on Spotify, you guys. You will be horrified at the music that I listen to. It's very explicit lyrics. I don't want to taint your opinion of me, but your girl loves explicit rap. Anyways, I put on one of my favorite explicit rap playlists and boom, my mojo, energy, everything was there. So it's what we're feeding ourselves. It's what we're listening to. It's what we're surrounding ourselves with. But please understand this. As an entrepreneur, your motivation is going to ebb and flow. It's normal. You're a human and you're a kick-ass human. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Brock and I really do appreciate your five star reviews. We love hearing from you guys. Do not hesitate, please, to join the Pod Squad. It's a group on Facebook that we just talk about episodes on the show. So we'd love to have you there. I don't know if you guys know this, but I also have a Patreon. You can find that by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening to Build Your Tribe. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done. Don't forget to check out instaclubhub.com. Brock and I are helping people crush it on Instagram and we have so much fun doing it. Why not build your business with us by growing your audience on Instagram? We'll make it fun. We'll get the job done. We make it easy, simple, and seamless. So check out instaclubhub.com. Hey,
1: it's Kristen, Chalene's podcast manager. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, could you go and leave a review for Chalene and Brock? Let them know what it is you liked about this episode, what really hit home, and what would you like them to cover in a future episode? And while you're at it, could you just double check to be sure that you are subscribed? That way, if you're subscribed, you won't miss a single episode, which is released every Tuesday and Thursday. Did you know that Shaleen has another podcast called The Shaleen Show? It's all about living your best life. She gives you tips about improving things physical, mental health, mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, fitness, sleep, and so much more. She has the best interviews also, but if you're already subscribed to both Build Your Tribe and The Shaleen Show, you really should go check out Patreon. Did you know The Shaleen Show is now on Patreon? Shaleen gets super personal, spills the tea on everything she can't on her other podcasts. You also get to experience Brett. Completely unfiltered, completely confident, and completely hysterical you can find it at patreon.com forward slash The Schleen Show. Anyways, thanks for listening. Remember, anything referenced in this episode, including links to all the other podcasts, can be found below in the show notes.